0: A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at the Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church Think Greatness Achieve Greatness
1: Hallelujah, lift your voices, lift your hands Let's give God all the glory this morning This is the beginning of another week uh, In the month of February uh, Month of audacious faith Wherever you are, i like you to express your gratitude to God for life uh, except the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain that build it. Lift your voices and thank Him. Lift your voices and praise Him. Lift your voices and say, Lord, I'm grateful for your mercy. I'm grateful for your mercy. I'm grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord. Thank, you thank you for the year. Uh, we are always saying thank you, Lord. We are, and we mean it from the depths of our heart for the year 2024. Thank you for bringing us to uh, this week, a brand new week. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, Psalms 34, verse 5, it says, they looked unto him, and they were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. I'd like us to pray and say, Lord, our eyes on you uh, this week. Uh, I, I don't know, some of us have trips, you have projects, you have different things you have to deal with. Can we have some 34, I think verse 5 on the screen? They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. They looked to him and were radiant. One version says they were lightened, and their faces are not ashamed. So it comes across as everyone that look to him for strength, for helps, they end up radiant. I pray that our week will be radiant in the name of Jesus Christ. So lift your voice and say, Lord, my eyes are on you uh, for this week. You know how your week is going to go in a way. Maybe you have some projects at work, uh, some steps to take as a family. Our eyes are on you. My eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. They looked unto him. I'm looking up to you. I am concentrating on you for strength, for help, for direction. My eyes, our eyes are on you. Lift your voices and express that to God. If you have joined in from any part of the world, that verse is also for you. They looked unto him and were radiant. Lord, I look up to you for guidance going out coming in assignments projects commitments life mission i i will look up to you we we look up to you we look up to you our eyes on you as regards this week uh, sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday Friday, Saturday, our eyes are on you. We will not dash our steps against a stone. Uh, Our steps are ordered of the Lord. Our steps are ordered. You helped us a lot last week. We are so grateful. Father, we declare that our steps are ordered of you in the name of Jesus Christ. We will not dash our steps against a stone. We know what to do by the Holy Spirit. We know what to say. We know what to do. We know where to turn. We know how to resolve issues at work, at home, concerning business. We know what to do. We are not confused. We are not stranded. We know what steps to take. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for an amazing week, for a radiant week. For a great week. Hallelujah. If you can pray in the Holy Spirit, please do pray in the Holy Spirit. Uh, but whichever way, make sure you're expressing yourself as we round up this prayer. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for an amazing week. Thank you, Lord, for decisions that will be in line with your plans and purpose for our destinies. Thank you, Lord, for favor. Favor, thank you, Lord, for expansion. Expansion, thank you, Lord, for expansion. Hi, yeah, expansion. We give it the praise, we give it the praise, hallelujah, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Someone said, Amen. We're gonna have an amazing week in the name of Jesus Christ. Our steps will be ordered by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'd like us to go around and greet uh, five people. And smile at them and just say something to them. You're welcome to this morning. The guys in charge of the lights should please regulate the lights. It's distracting, please. Five people. Have you done five people already? Amen. Ah. Hey, hmm. Those who are standing, God, we want know you. Why are you quick to sit down? Okay, please put your hands together (laughs) and have your seat. Covenant keys to success in life, business, and career. We're looking at covenant model in Genesis 26. I'll just run through those verses and then we pick up the lessons and then we'll pray. Are we ready? Genesis 26 from verse 1 uh it's the story of isaac uh in israel they call him isaac okay is a son the begotten son of I, of abraham abraham had another son that was out of line but uh, this is his begotten son and we have an example of how god helps covenant people so uh is the reason why we tag the series covenant keys we're picking up keys from his life. If God can do it for Isaac, then it would do even much more for us because we have an understanding that we have a better covenant based on better promises. And I've also learned that the secrets of men are in their stories. That's why biographical um, stories are very powerful. You'll pick up lessons from people's lives and then you can even do better. Now, let's go. Genesis 26 v- verse 1, there was a famine in the land besides besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham we established that last week that the economic crisis we go through is not the first and it will not be the last okay uh, there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham and Isaac went to Abimelech king of the Philistines in Gerar. we also realized that when there's economic crisis people tend to run hertha's character There's this fear. I want to move here. I want to do that. Some want to even change their business to one that seems to be lucrative because ah, this one seems not to be working. There's that agitation. There's that temptation to, you know, to do this. Okay? So that's what, that was part of Isaac's um, manifestation. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Now, I also mentioned last week, that this covenant we have with God is a two-way thing. that is between us and God. And we should not think that we are the ones that are just committed to the covenant. And that's an encouragement even for me. That God himself is committed to that covenant. I love the fact that it was the Lord that appeared to him. So God is not waiting for you to make a mistake and he comes out with a big stick. What is wrong with you? You, you, No, no, God wants you to fall in line with his plans and purpose for you. The Lord, out of his love, out of his commitment to this covenant, appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Okay, Uh, verse 3. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For, for to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Now that last part is the reason we have confidence in the covenant. God is telling him, take, take it easy I will take care of you because there's a covenant on your head. I will perform the oath. It didn't say promise. Oath is stronger than just a promise. God swore to Abraham, his father, that I will do this to your descendants. In fact, he said to Abraham, I will bless your descendants, I will multiply them, I will make them great. So you, Isaac, as the seed or descendant of Abraham, I am committed to you because I made a co- I made a commitment to your father okay or to your ancestors so to say oath means i even swore by myself that i will do this that is a strong consolation that god is committed to his covenant the same way because of the blood of jesus that speaketh better things than the blood of abel god is committed to every uh, child of god in the new covenant okay now verse four And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 5. or next line. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Ger. That means he obeyed the direction. Now, the, the, we, we, we established last week that we should not be afraid. Tell your neighbor, do not be afraid. Tell the other neighbor, fear not. Okay, so don't make a decision out of fear, like a pagan, like a non-covenant person. When there is economic crisis like this, people just out of fear, they hear something from somewhere, hear from there, join it together, and they make a decision, a life decision. Some even leave their countries not because God is asking them to move, but because their cousin moved, their friend moved. They just moved out of fear. Decisions made out of fear will not all go well at the end of the day. Fear not. Isaac was afraid. He wanted to jump to Egypt. And God said, no, 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 no. You are a covenant person. I will guide you. And at the core of the blessing of the covenant is direction. Somebody said direction. Yeah, divine direction. God said to him, do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in this land. And we said uh, last week that God's blessings is location sensitive. God's blessings, God's the expansion for this year is location sensitive. There's a place where blessings are already waiting for you and you just enjoy it. And there's a place you will be. The blessings will be far from you. Uh, on the surface, I would like to encourage, when you hold on any book that helps you to understand God's direction, I think it's important you uh, you read it because there's something about direction that makes destinies great. God brought us to the good land by his own leading, and God is turning the place around. There's a place of blessings. God made places before he made people, okay? That was the garden before Adam, so God knows places. You see God speak to a man a, a minor prophet like uh, Jonah. He said, "Go to Nineveh and preach there." I thought God would have said, "Go go to any land, just go and preach since the preaching is for everybody." In the New Testament, in the Acts of the Apostles, you see where God will be telling Paul, "Go to this place." And Paul wanted to go somewhere, and the scripture says the Holy Spirit forbade him. Ah, I thought the Bible says this gospel must be preached in all nations. Oh, yes, but for you, your assignment is not a time for Asia, it's time for Macedonia. The Holy Spirit forbade him. So there are some places that are kind of forbidden for you in the now. That is not your face, it's not your page, it's not your chapter. And there are some places that you got to be in when you get in such a mode, such a place, you thrive. I pray that the Holy Spirit will order your steps this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Not just in the big, big things, but also in the little, little things every week, every month in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, this leading is is, is beyond the geographical leading. It also involves direction when it comes to resolving problems, business problems or career problems. I want you to be proficient in going back to the Holy Spirit to ask for answers. Many times people just, you know, abandon Jesus or the Holy Ghost in church. And then when they go to work on Monday morning or Sunday evening, it looks like they want to run their business, their careers by themselves. And they begin to take academic, you know, steps, some logical steps, but no way forward. The Holy Spirit is your helper 24-7. Glory to God. Why not just ask him, ah, this project I'm embarking on, can you guide me, Holy Spirit? This particular stubborn problem on in this office, show me the way. And then the Holy Ghost begins to brood in your spirit, in your heart, the steps you need to take. He could tell you to speak to a particular manager. He could lead you to a particular book. Or it will even inspire you on the steps to take. It's your helper, it's not your spiritual helper, it's your helper in your marriage, it's your helper. Glory to God. In your finances, it's your helper. In your business, he's your helper. Say it's my helper. Say it like you believe that the Holy Spirit is my helper. Okay, now Psalms 25, verse 9. When we say divine direction. You ask yourself, why should a Christian not follow God's direction? It should be something that we're eager to follow. Now, (laughs) the humble he guides in what? Justice. And the humble he teaches his way. Can we have this in the King James Version? Pride is an enemy of divine direction. Because the Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. Maybe you also have experienced it in your dealings with people. When somebody seems to be made up, right? The mind is made up. Or they appear like I know it all. I know what I'm doing Attitude, Don't tell disturb me. Have you noticed that you find it hard to counsel them? You find it hard to tell them what to do. You are almost begging them. Or you are reluctant to say your entire heart because you are afraid. That's the danger of pride in the school of divine direction. Look at KJV. KJV says, The meek. Somebody say, Meek. Will he what? Guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. I, I want you to imbibe that. It's a fruit of the spirit anyway meekness. Actually, it's deeper than, uh, or should I say stronger than humility. Humility is great, but meekness is deeper. You know why? Some of the things the Holy Spirit will lead you might go against your educational experience. So if you are not meek, or should we say humble, you will suffocate it, or despise it, or throw it away. Look at Sodom and Gomorrah now. In the days of Abraham, Sodom and Gomorrah was like Las Vegas. Beautiful, very fine, colorful. And when Abraham told his nephew, Lot, if you go right, I'll go left. If you go left, I'll go right. And the scripture says, Lot looked up. And then to the logical mind, ah, look at this beautiful city. It looks like the economy is thriving. Ah, this must be a place I I must go to. Can you imagine how... It must have been difficult if it was in our day that the Holy Ghost now wants to tell Lot that is not where you should go. You won't agree. I know it can't. No, it can't be, because the Holy Spirit knows that the end of that city is near. You are looking at it from your present. Oh, look at it! This place looks like the economy is booming. This is okay, and then he went there, but he went there to his destruction. They make. Will it guide in the way that it should go? It's not hard for God to guide. The challenge could be on our side, our our, our state. There's no future for the proud person, male or female, because you won't hear. How do you tell someone they to? They say they need wine and you're telling a master's degree holder in biochemistry to fill the water pot with water. You argue with you until the miracle finishes. You know that miracle is uh, time-sensitive? Do you understand what I mean? That for that time. If you come there the next day and fill the water pot, will it turn to wine? No, it won't. So it was like time sensitive at that time. So can you imagine somebody that has masters in biochemistry that knows how the thing ferments, the process of producing wine, and you say there's a miracle here. There's expansion here. Wine is going to be plenty. How, master? I say, fill the water pots with water. And then? And then you turn to wine. You start arguing until the time runs out. But don't you think it is meekness for God to speak to a man to pick up his son. Because we are studying the life of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob this month. To pick up his son um, Isaac. Because God told him. And the next morning, early in the morning he picked him up on the way. That's the meekness. That is the way of covenant greatness. When you die to yourself and you trust that whatever he saying is the best way. I have my ideas. I have what I thought or think might be better, but whatever I'm persuaded in the spirit that is directing is the best way. For all us, I mean, we're going to have a powerful time in the singles and married meeting, uh, teaching second and third services, making a choice for marriage. <laughs> I would have made a mistake myself. <laughs> I've shared this story severally. There was someone I I was dating. She was in the UK. And my mind was, this is destiny. I'm going to say destiny is UK citizenship or whatever it is. And I glued myself to that relationship. You can't break it except God comes to break it. And I remember the day I was praying. It was a birthday in M1206 Sports Hall. Or Baphemia University. I was kneeling down praying. It was past 12. It knew, you know, bad day. Oh Lord. And the Holy Spirit said, That is not your wife. I had it. I turned back. I thought somebody was behind me. I said, that's not your wife. I said, This is the person I wanted to marry. I was a student. I, I didn't answer for one year. Because it looks like you have destroyed my future. But thank God I took the step anyway. If you trace many things that are traumas to you today or some escalating crisis some way, somehow it might be misdirection something that you a step you took, you didn't ask for direction just took it out of maybe stubbornness out of your own self ideology you know, this ideology thing this my philosophy of life thing (laughs) has put people in problems this is my philosophy of life, this is how I see life as long as what you are philosophizing or what you are ideologizing or what you are opinionating is in line with the will of God for you. If not, that will be a crisis. So they make, will they guide in the way that he should go. God will lead when we are ready to listen. Isaiah 48 verse 17 so you find that with this understanding, whether somebody has a PhD degree or is a school cert, the Holy Ghost can still lead the person to greatness. I don't even understand me. Whether it's a farmer or it's a fintech person, the Holy Spirit can still lead you to greatness. You don't have to be um, so educated for you to be great. No. But if you can follow the Holy Spirit, it will amaze you where it will lead you to. I'm not saying you should not get educated. But the guy that has so much education, that can be a problem to him when it comes to life. Beyond the business, life itself. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to do what? To profit. Who leads you? By the way, you should go. Now, when we were praying, I think it was in January or sometimes last year, that you should go got my attention. Then he said, I should go. It's not we are deliberating. i are now deciding, should we go like this? No, no, there's a way. You now hear from him that this is the way. Isaac, don't go down to Egypt. it's not going to work out there. Stay here and the famine will not affect you. The crisis will not affect you. There's a way you should go. said, so I'm the one that who teaches you to profit. Then I lead you by the way you should go. Now look at verse 18, the next verse. It says, oh, that you had heeded my what? Or my leadings. Then your peace would have been what? Like a river. And your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Peace like a river. When you follow, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to do what? Lie down in Rain pastures, he restores my so but if it's your shepherd. So God, by the Holy Spirit, wants to guide us in the big, big things uh and, and in the seminary little things. So th- this is the way it works. As a business owner, as a career person, you have an advantage with God. The Holy Spirit knows what will happen in Cardinal or in Abuja or in Ondo State or in Borono or in UK. He knows what will happen in the next few months, next few years. He knows. He knows, he knows if, if, if human beings can create weather forecast. You understand? I mean, if you check online now, you can see weather forecast for the next one year. How much more the Holy Spirit, so when he's reporting something to you, take it serious. You are just looking at it from your own framework and projection. But your projection can never measure up with the Holy Ghost. So we have to be proficient in hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now let me bring it down this way. The Holy Spirit will not always come with you to you as a voice of, Oh, joke, I joke, You now say, how many times did I call you? You now need my Lord, it's three times. Pull your ears, <laughs> pull your ears, and hear me now. You will not go to a new goodness way. If you go, you may not return. Ah, no, 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 no. Now, now, you can you can hear the voice of God once, twice, thrice in a lifetime. Sometimes it comes heavy like that. If it's something that can tamper with destiny, the last time I can say I had it like that was that my. That marriage one that I said earlier, I had, I even thought someone was I was the only one in the room. But most times he speaks to you through the inner witness. Inner witness. That's a nudge. Even when you have dreams, go and pray about it again. Just ask, just to confirm. You will, you will just know uh, if you if you if you have lost your peace. Go and check it again very well. So ask him, and then you check. Your, you just know. I mean, uh, I tell our single guys or single ladies, you want to marry someone, you like the person, but every time you wake up, sometimes when you are with the person, your heart is even being beep, 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 beep. The conversation is going on fine, no problem, but your heart is, go and check, just go and check. Go and check. And when things come up like that, it doesn't mean that person is bad or evil. Some are evil, but it doesn't mean... It could just be that it's not for you. You understand, your 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 model is it somebody else's husband or wife. The same thing for business transactions. Can you just pray about it and sleep over it? When you wake up the next morning, as you are worshiping, if there's a pullback, don't go for that meeting yet. Relax. Don't push it. Many of the things that people push push like that don't end up well. So we need to grow in understanding how God lives. But I, I don't want to be too much on that because I, my own thinking is, let's be, let's believe that God will guide us, isn't it? If Isaac can pick it up, I should be able to pick it up. Right? If Isaac can pick it up, I should be able to pick it up. We're led in Jesus' name. And let me begin to round up by encouraging us from 1 Samuel seventeen forty-two. First Samuel 17, is it, is it, we're going to read some verses there. It's just what, something I saw You have to believe in yourself, especially in a time like this. Many, I've seen people change businesses just because they say this one's not selling anymore. Let me just go and start selling sachet water. Let me go and start doing this. If the Holy Ghost leads you into it, great. Don't despise that which you can do very well. Your blessing is in your crafting. Your promotion is in your divine proficiency. The challenge is many people look at some other people and say, Oh, I wish I was like my uncle. I wish I was like that, my friend. And they despise what they have. You can see me very well this morning. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) We're going to read the verses together so that you read with me. hmm? Uh, I'll tell the men to read, the female to read. I know it's morning, and they are in Nigeria is still matining. Amen. Now, I'll read verse 42. The men, you read verse 43. After the men read, the ladies will read 44, and then we until we get to verse 50. Are we okay? And when the Philistines looked about, Philistine, look, Philis, Philistine? How do you pronounce that? Hmm? Philistine. You know, you're my English teacher in first service. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good looking. Verse forty-three. All the men. Yeah. Hey. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> you have reviewed yourself, men. Verse forty-three. Want to go? Verse 44, ladies. Okay, verse 45. I'll read verse 45. And David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. All the men in the house, verse 46. Hallelujah. All the ladies verse 47. For the battle is the Lord and he will give you into our hands. Verse 48. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Verse 49. Men Longed it and struck the philistines. Wow. Do you see that? That, that which you can do is able to give you the breakthrough. The difference today is that you are going to approach it in the name of the Lord. It was the name of the Lord back in the sling and the stone. That made a difference. I don't want you to despise that which you can do very well. Don't look at, oh, I wish I was an engineer. I wish I was this. There's something you are that God will use to lift you in this time of economic crisis. Let's read verse 50 together, all of us. Want to go? So David prevailed over the Philistines with a what? Sling. And struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword. There was no sword. The thought would have been: oh, I need a sword. I wish I had a sword. I'm not equipped. I'm not complete. How am I going to make it this year? Oh, people that are making it, they have swords. Ah, I wish I had three, four, like my brothers. But you have a sling. You have a stone. I'm a public speaker. Well, you call it or pastor. I celebrate that which God has called me to do. I magnify my office. Uh, years ago, I used, to, I used to be shy. When I'm traveling and they say, occupation, I just say public speaker. Now I just put clergy, straight. And some airlines, when they say clergy, they start calling me reverend. I said, no, no problem. Just give me reverential food as you well. are. Serving the food properly. Reverend can you be proud of your profession? Of yourself? This thing is why some are stuck. In fact, Saul assumed that this guy cannot do anything. That was why he tried to take his, what? His own armor and and gave it to David that you need a sword to do this thing, you know? And people are telling you that. You need this. And David actually tried, but he had to step back. This thing cannot work. I have not proved it. He now went with what God had equipped him with. Now you can build on that. You keep building on it. You can get your master's degree, uh, get certifications. But I'm saying where you are today is enough for God to begin with. Food business, I see great opportunities coming your way. You 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 do you know, cater you catering. Some big ones are coming, and when they call you, don't say I can't. Maybe you have been used to 20 people, 15 people, and then they say, can you cater for this massive wedding? What do you say? What do you say? Yes, I can. Then you look for credible partners, right? And do it well. You're an insurance broker. I don't know who I'm speaking with this morning. That thing that looks like a sling and a stone will give you breakthrough this year. I can't hear you louder, amen. It could be training of staff. You train people. It could be nothing. I read one article in the plane one day where a, a, a guy, the guy that barbs the Sultan of Brunei is a barber. He barbs the Sultan. He lives in the UK and he flies first class from UK to bab the Sultan of Brunei and it's 10,000 pounds. What a head to bab. <laughs> ah! Apart from the Orici, you carry when you are going back as Babin, first class. Magnify your office. That songwriting will take you far. That singing will take you far. That auditing you are trying to look down on will take you very far. I don't know what you do. Maybe you are even a motor mechanic. Ah, there's a way you begin to organize and put your life in order. Magnify your own office. Do you know? Apart from Saul looking down on David, Goliath also looked down on him. That, hey! Did they tell you me you are coming to fight? Yeah, yeah. You look at this small boy. You, you, despise me. In fact, you think I'm a dog. Oh my! He was angry. You came with stick, with catapult. Oh, this is this preposterous. <laughs> you know, he, he thought he can never. Some people might be looking at you like that. Don't let them kill your potential. And one verse, if you read further, he said, Who would have thought that David will bring down the giant with a sling and a stone? Many people will say that about you this year. That who would have thought that that guy, that data analyst, that who would have thought that that nursing mother, that who would have thought, look at what happened. Who would have thought? And let me say, let me say what God does. That thing that you are despising would be what we open the door to some bigger things. But it starts you with that. I don't know. But if you look at David's life, he was not proficient in the sword. The now, I don't know, he did some training, he became the uh, general minister of, or whatever. But he started with that. That opens the door. Maybe you're a nursing mother, you're nursing somewhere. That opens the door to an opportunity. So you must appreciate what you have because God is ready to use it. Do we agree this morning? So we're going to pray a bit and then we'll partake of the communion. I believe that God is launching you afresh this month of February. You will see expansion by the mercy of God, by the hand of God. The sling and the stone will take up a new power, a new grace, a new ability. yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter said, We have thought all night and caught nothing. Jesus said, There is a new potential. Yeah. There's a new thing happening in the sea. Launch again. Go back again. Peter said, okay. And he went back. And where he caught nothing, he had net breaking, boat sinking. Let's rise up on our feet. Net breaking, boat sinking experience. What you want to do this morning is to thank him for your business and your career. You, you say it like it's the best in the world. Like this sling and stone. Wow. Go ahead and give thanks to God. Haya barak. Magnify your office. You are an events manager. You are a consultant, data analyst, politician, local government. I am looking at. I wish I was in Abuja. Stay where God has put you for now. Can you give thanks to God for who you are? You are a songwriter. You are a pharmacist. Thank you, Lord. I celebrate your your assignment. That which you have called me, you are a mother. Can you celebrate that? You are a father. Can you celebrate that? You are, a, you are a student. Can you celebrate that? Whatever you are, as I'm speaking, oh David said, I come against you with in the name of the Lord God of Israel. He didn't come against Goliath with the sword. I'm sorry, with the sling and the stone. He came in the name of the Lord. So it's in the name of the Lord they're going to leave this place. That name is coming on your career, coming on your business. Thank you, That creative business, creative arts, that songwriting, shakala makeup, makeover, manko fashion arts, education. You own a school, or you're trying to start a school. You're a teacher. Mando Sakapra. Celebrate it. And begin to invoke the name of Jesus over that your business, that your trade, that your business place, position. Begin to invoke the name of Jesus. The grace of God upon it. Upon that your fashion business. Afresh with this new light. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for various careers and our businesses. We are slaying the giant we are prospering aye, 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 aye. we are prospering we are prospering in the land in the name of jesus not your business i don't know what it is righteous labor is taking up a new fire a new power a new life ah when you are caught nothing you are going to catch plenty from this week i declare they are going to catch plenty from this week You are going to catch plenty, much more than you have ever thought. Receive the grace, receive the blessing. the name of Jesus. I join my faith with this great congregation and I declare expansion in your careers. Expansion in your business endeavors. The land will respond. The city responds. The earth responds. I declare Isaiah 54 verse 3 is your practical experience this year in the name of Jesus. Just as the sling and the stone brought breakthrough for David a national breakthrough I declare that that which you are already proficient in equipped and skilled in is bringing you expansion and breakthrough in the name of Jesus. The enemy will not hijack that which belongs to you. The deliverables that is yours Satan will not hijack it anymore and any man Sitting in any office or any woman, in any portfolio, trying to hijack or delay or redirect our expansion. I command that their work has come to naught in the name of Jesus Christ. Angels bring to God's people, Isaiah 54 verse 3. And all the glory goes to God in Jesus' mighty name. Do you believe that? Say louder, amen. Please put your hands together for Jesus.
0: Please take your seat. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at the Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, shoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.